time as an activity, we're giving meaning to things, yes? So things are appearing to be real to us or not real to us all day. And here you are mostly uh, making what isn't so appear to be real. But can you imagine when that quality is put on what's real? Yeah. Like when you have faith in that which is faith, it's very potent. Yeah. It's a potent combination because we've been making shit out of nothing. And then maybe you'll let nothing make something out of you. Yeah. 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 You'll make, you allow nothing to make something out of you. And you'll, uh, as an observing point, uh, in the observance of that, which is working through, there's a sense of intimacy and honor around that. Yeah. You don't, you can't really explain it to anybody because it's that intimate, uh, you can't put zeros behind it and put it into an account ledger, but there's an intimacy of the hose, the, hose rec the recognition of the water through the hose. Yeah, yeah. So in a way, every play, everything here is an experience comprised of duality. Well, that's a nice basis of experience where it's clear you're a hose and it's clear there's water, yeah? It's a, it works. So I think we're going to start the meeting, yeah? Yeah, it's already recording. All right. So uh, again, just to the assumption of non-duality is that you are what you're looking for. We're trying to put this out the last few weeks. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so that's the assumption. The seeker is the sort. What's looking is what you're looking for. Hopefully that wets something or triggers something in you. Uh, if not, then you may be, this may be like one of many stores you go in and shop a little bit and then you go to the next store. Hopefully this is like the last store on the block and you've realized certain things and then when they're framed in a statement, it really registers, yeah? Like when you hear, uh, you know, you cannot use the Buddha to seek the Buddha, that had such an impact and still does. It was one of those, uh, it went in and it just seemed to, I went over like 30 years of living in a flash and basically, it described exactly all that which was generating every movement. Without me knowing it, I was using the Buddha to seek the Buddha. Yeah, I was using mind to seek mind. I wasn't, but there was a using of mind. There was a using of Buddha. There was a using of light to seek light. It's not personal. It just, that doesn't work. Yeah, so there's a recognition and how do you realize that doesn't work by, observer, by observing? Yeah, it explains. See, let's say I failed in a lot of spiritual uh, adventures, you know, because I wanted a stabilized, awakened state, basically, where nothing would bother me and whatever was. Yeah. So 
when that never worked, there was a blaming in a weird way of me for not doing enough or I wasn't earnest enough or I hadn't purified enough. Somehow it always had a lot to do with me. And then when, and that went on for a while. And then when I heard the mood, the, the, the statement, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha, that gave an, another option to how that whole, all that seeking could be observed and it didn't bring about like a flagellation or a, or a drive to do more or trying to reach the higher heights and become more disciplined. It was very disarming because it explained everything in a flash. Yeah, that's exactly what was happening. It wasn't because I didn't do enough or I wasn't earnest enough or I wasn't sincere enough or I should have stayed with the guru longer or I should have donated more money, which is, that may help with you guys, and stuff like that. Yeah, it was basically, I can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. And you know what? Maybe I had 40 different takes over the years why things hadn't worked out. Hearing the message, I can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha, ended all that. I haven't had another one since then. I haven't. It explained everything. Yeah? And what's one to do? let the house of cards collapse on you and then you'll realize it's not you that's in the house of cards if you keep kind of keep bolstering it up and putting new foundations and new you know uh studs and shit and just keep it keep it keep it going because you feel that it has something to do with you let it fall and you'll realize you're not in the house yeah if you keep trying to keep it up there's a belief you're in it yeah when you let it, it's not letting it collapse. It's, it doesn't have any foundation to stand on. It's all sort of me blowing, huffing and puffing and keeping it afloat. When it drops, there's such a relief, yeah? There's just such a relief. And then it's sort of like, you don't have 30 ideas of why things are or aren't all from the same system you've you're out you've seen the system from out of the system and you realize exactly like einstein said you you can't seek a solution from the system that made the problem yeah it's just simple yeah it becomes and all of it is a disarming not one of it made me buy a ticket and to go to fucking India. It didn't. It disarmed it all. And I was left with my own devices. And I realized they weren't my devices. Yeah, I'm not that. I don't know what the hell I am. And I don't even care. The importance, the knowledge that's important here is the knowledge of what you're not. The knowledge of what, you're, what you are held by what you're not doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't truly. It may seem like it goes somewhere, but ultimately it doesn't take one step out of the system. You're in it completely. Yeah. So to have knowledge about what you're not, and it doesn't, you don't have to get a, it's not like I need libraries of knowledge. There's just a trigger. Yeah. Maybe it will be one. Yeah, supposedly there was a great Zen master, the third patriarch. He was a beggar or somewhere in a market. And some guy was walking through the market and 
was uh, chanting a thing, the uh, sutra of the, the heart sutra or something, a Buddhist thing. He heard the half of a sentence and bamo, his head just went, ah, yeah, just, he was so pregnantly ready, yeah, all in this dreaming, all that was needed was just a suggestion of the match. The match didn't even have to be lit. It was just a suggestion of the match and it lit up the mind, yeah? So what happens at these talks, hopefully, there's something, you're, you're piling on something and then you don't know which one it's gonna be, but suddenly it hits and it squishes nothing, yeah? And then you get sort of readjusted or retooled or rebooted and then, all right, and now blue seems to be blue and red seems to be red. There's clarity, not clarity that you procured or acquired or is based on your maintenance of it to stay clear. It not, has nothing to do with that. It's inherent clarity, yeah? And it's not clouded by being directed by interest and attention. It's just there, completely here. And things get revealed, yeah? And that's the hope. We're trying to pile on stuff so that you're trying to understand and make it something collapses and then, yeah, bammo. And you won't, it won't even matter if you know it or not. You'll reflect on it months later and see, Jesus, I've been traveling lighter with no thought or effort on my part, really, yeah? And that uh, where you used to say no to life, you're saying yes to life, yeah? Where you used to, oh, uh, you know, not even answer the door when life had a new invitation. Hey, you're curious, okay. Because you know where it was sent from and you've seen what it's done for you and others. So you open up the envelope and it's like, instead of mission impossible, it's mission possible. Oh yeah, all right, yeah, let's go. Yeah, see what happens. And, uh, uh, and what was so weird is the other shift, really. This is quite simple and normal in a way, yeah? You're awake to being awake. It's not like, oh, you're the, you know, you've, and this is only happens when you get to the finish line. There's no finish line. The inherent fact is we're awake. That's a fact. Now here in the dreaming, we can seem to be aware of that or awake to that, or we can seem to be asleep to that, yeah? But it doesn't change that. That's that, yeah? There's no changing of it, yeah? There's maybe, there's an appearing of it being real or not real in the dreaming, but the reality of it is a given, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. So, so there's a rest there, and then it gives you, it lends you the eyes to see and the ears to hear. And now you can see and hear shit you couldn't see and hear before, yeah? Not that it was impossible, yeah. It, it was always pregnantly possible, but now it's available, yeah. And you're just, yeah. And then maybe all your, see a lot of the movements of the action figure are based on getting somewhere or having something or, or a fear of losing things, yeah. Or, and then they just drive on themselves yeah, even though it fails constantly, the system really never has like an intervention and you really sit there and go, this is a fucking failed system because we're identified as the system. Yeah, so 
And usually when someone's in the, or when there's an act of being identified, the person doesn't have any fucking idea that that's what's happening. They believe it's them that's doing or not doing a lot of other shit. They don't see that the them is a doing, yeah? The them that think they think is long-lasting, independent, and separate isn't. It's made up. It's suggested. It's implied. It's remembered. It's insinuated, yeah? All right, you want to open it up, Mike? Okay, anybody want to raise their hand? Drawer. Hi, Paul. Drawer. Hi, Paul, what's up? <laughs> Um, what I wanted to say is uh, I wanted to share something. Um, maybe first of all, or just to share, um, that uh, a few days ago I've heard the recording of, of you and you said something um, about the mental state uh, that he's um, saying, um, he's saying, hey, I don't want to die, but you will die, you know? And somehow it's, uh, it was hitting me maybe quite strong because maybe somehow I was still hoping that I will not die in a, in a certain way or something. But the thing is that uh, after that, uh, the, the next uh, maybe two or three days after that, a few times a day, at least a few times a day, there was this, uh, all kind of these statements that came like, um, um, I don't want to, to be in this situation. And then it was like, but you are in this situation. And, <laughs> and it disappeared, you know, because, and then there was this clarity. And then there was this thing about, um, there was another person and I was, I know there was this noticing that, or I was noticing then anyway, that uh, it's like, okay, this person is probably going to say this and I will be prepared by uh, with this uh, response and, then it was, hey, I don't know this, that, he, that he's going to do this. And tuck, and it was disappearing again. And it started happening again and again and again. It happened quite a few times. And every time that it happened, there was this clarity again. And, um, and it was beautiful. That's, that's it. That's what I wanted to share, actually. Great, and bro. Thank you. thank you very thank much. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. More will be revealed. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for that share. See, the, sometimes with these talks, you're going to start seeing the difference between living and an interpretation. Yeah. yeah. There'll be, there'll be, you'll see a difference. There'll be a seeing and then there'll be seeing and then, you know, seeing what's happening, and then an interpretation that usually gets inserted that sort of takes the, the place of living, yeah? And so you start seeing it. This is the point, yeah? And you're recognizing it's not you. Yeah, like I, I'll give you an example. So uh, 
let's say the other week, my girlfriend and I wanted to visit, wanted, we had to stop by with, to some people. And so I wanted to have a story that I don't want to do that. I want to just get what we need and go. Yeah. But I, I know it's not me, but I watch it. Yeah. So it's like, all right, confronted with having to go to these people's houses, I'm making a statement. I'm just going in, getting the get goods and going, getting out. Yeah. <laughs> Now what happens? I go in, they offer something to drink, you're there for three hours. <laughs> yeah. So you get the you get the the interpretation or the narration, it doesn't come to pass, and then it becomes comedy. It's sort of it's funny, yeah? Because it's wrong most of the time. Yeah. Exactly. 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 So, but who's going to teach you this? No one. It comes from observation. So you've observed. That's better than reading a 500-page book. It is. Yeah. You yeah. observing it, you see the difference. Yeah? Not you see. There's a seeing of the difference. That's gold. That's, ver that's gold. That has value. Yeah. To me, much more than reading and and having ideas of what it's like, but 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 to have something to find out what it's like is completely different than knowing something. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, so in a way, uh, hopefully what can happen through satsangs is a new way of knowledge, in a sense. Yeah? Not a pre-knowing or a wanting to understand, but in, like in Zen, they would say the highest form of mind is I don't know. Yeah? Hmm. Because there, so much gets revealed. Yeah? So little can get through I know, but so much gets revealed through I don't know. Yeah? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's like uh, it. It was more like I, I from in this case it was more like um, I see that what I know is is uh, bullshit basically. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's it. What can a failed system show you? It's failed. Yeah, and then there will be a response to that. There will be a response to it when. When the system is seen as failed, it just doesn't stay like that. There's a response. Let's say a moving away or a turning away. Yeah. So it's sort of like you've been sunbathing under a false sun. Like, and then suddenly you realize, Jesus, you know, I put a tons of copper tone, nothing sticking because it's moon. It's moonlight. So, okay, that's not working. Now you just you pivot to the sun. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's no you, but you know what I mean? Attention and interest goes that way. And then you, and then there's also a response to that because it brings about something laying in under the moon. Wasn't. <laughs> because see the moon is sucked up the sunlight 
to cast the moonlight. So you're getting you're getting like a filtered light, so to speak. Yeah. The moonlight ain't the moonlight. It's the sunlight. It's reflecting off the sun from the sun. It reflects the moon. So you're getting like a second hand. Yeah. Well, what we are is what we're looking for. That's first hand. Yeah. You are the light. Why would Hawaiian Po say to someone who wasn't the light, you can't use light to seek light? Obviously, it wouldn't be appropriate. He was saying you can't use what you are to look for what you are. Yeah. So first and foremost, what you are is Buddha, light, or let's say Buddha mind, light, and mind. Yeah. That's the, that's the assumption of what Hoang Po is speaking from. That's the assumption that you are, yeah, already that. So if you're using that to seek for that, yeah, it's not going to have, it's not going to work. No matter, you, you can do it for eons and nothing's going to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, if that's, if you, if that lands in where you are, then what happens, an observation of the fact of that statement starts happening, yeah? Not through a secondhand thing, reading a book. It happens in us, yeah, while living, yes? Yeah. We're not reading about it. We're, we're, it's being revealed, yeah? yeah? If, if, I'm, if I'm not dead, uh, say... Uh bullshit nonsense speaking then then i am what is left without it yes exactly and there's no need to know what's left Mm -hmm. you are what's left so there's no need to know it yeah Mm -hmm. so that knowing has been misspent you're trying to know something that you already are why not just know what you're not that's the approach. If there's any approach, that's the direction. It's a, a direction of negation, not affirmation. Because there's something that's constantly being affirmed that isn't correct. It's not true. So that needs to be negated. Because all your affirmations are coming from what you're not. They're reinforcing what you're not. As, Hawaii, as Ramana said in that statement, you know, the presupposing of a non-existent thing, Paul, yeah, the body. So mixing up Paul, the body, as what's existing, yeah? Let's say the animation, the subjectness. So there's a presupposing of this non-existent thing being existing, really, the being the one, being the seer, the hearer, the feeler, the taste of the toucher, yeah? If that's the case, your spiritual practices themselves are reinforcing it, how can they destroy it? Yeah. So the whole point is negating. We need to negate the assumptions that our life or the interpretation of life we're listening to are based on. Yeah. When seeing that, which you're not, then that's all the knowledge that's necessary. Now you find out what you are. You don't turn around and suddenly know what you are. Because you can't, you are that, yeah? So now the knowing goes to what you're not. All right, I know enough of that. 
<laughs> All right, now it's time. I don't know what to fucking do. I'm not seeking. I'm not trying to figure shit out. Hey, what happens? You're open now. Shit gets revealed. Yeah? <laughs> and now you find out about what you are. What a nice form of... Ah. See, knowledge of what we are doesn't serve us. Knowledge of what we're not does. Yeah? What does knowledge of what we are do held by what we're not? It's fucking weird as hell. Now you have concepts that you're all there is is love while you're hating your girlfriend or fucking being mean to a dog or shit. It's it's total total cognitive dissonance because oh this is what I am beauty love oh, <laughs> yet my, the behaviors of the action figure aren't aligned with that whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like, oh, Jesus Christ. But no, so beautiful. Just see what you're not. Yeah. And then you'll find out what you are. And then it won't be a win-lose. It won't be exclusive. It'll be inclusive. You'll find out certain qualities that go along with it. Yeah. And acceptance will be the basis, the basic atmosphere you're breathing in. Not fucking rejection, denial, fucking urban renewal project, constantly working on it. No, an acceptance of the limitations of Paul, yeah, in all its lack of glory, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. I mean, the greatest thing, You're more of an individual when you're not an individual. And I'm telling you, you've never been an individual. You're just like an art project, really. Yeah. Literally, yeah. you are. Yeah. I mean, right now I'm looking at this ocean. Unbelievable. So instead of just a... A, a still surface of reflection, there's zillions of points arising because it's all agitated. That's unbelievable, yeah? yeah? Now, these extras are thrown in all day. <laughs> I mean, you know, we were driving down, it was a beautiful sunset, and of course, it, moved, it changes every second, yeah? What piece of art does that? Day in and day out. Have you ever seen, you know, something could, the dreaming could have taken a break and you would, oh, I've seen this cloud formation five times this month. But no, this very, it's always fucking moving and shifting and changing. It's beautiful. So many ways, yeah. I mean, uh, Sometimes you'll miss the show if, you know, if you're in the bathroom for the most of it, yeah? I mean, it's nice to be awake to being awake. Just a simple, ordinary condition, yeah? So when something invites you to see it, like a bird or something, you're available. You're not up the ass of self. You're here, yeah? You never get gypped. It's awesome, so... I don't think you could pull it off. You can't make that happen. You can't. You couldn't discipline yourself into that state. It's just no. seeing what it's seeing what you're not and 
<sighs> yeah, that's all. Yes, even even the well, this something that uh, confused me in the more and still sometimes is this uh, thing of observation, and it's because uh, it's like there cannot be it's not an active observation in a way. It's like it's like um, observation that, uh, that that can hit you in a second, but it's not like okay now I'm going to observe and it doesn't work. Then it's something that. Yeah, as soon as it sets up, now you're going to observe. That's the selfing, yes? Yeah. Because there's an observing of that, you see? There's no point where there's not observing. <laughs> but the head loves to say, okay, now I'm going to start observing. <laughs> it's like the Colorado Rivering saying, all right, now I'm going to start the river. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. It constantly wants to, <laughs> all right, I proclaim everything has stopped. Now I will observe. <laughs> Nothing stops. It's gone and on and on and on and on and on and on. If you think that you come out of the river and sit on the bank and now start observing the river, that's in the bigger river you're not fucking aware of. <laughs> there used to be a great statement by Ramana I haven't thought of it in a while he, he uses an example of a man in a cinema in a movie theater and he's realized life is a movie a dream yeah but he's sitting in the theater thinking he's real observing that yeah he says no the whole dream is you sitting on the bank of the river thinking you're observing the river <laughs> <laughs> you know how relieving that is? Because <laughs> what happens if you feel like you've swum against the current, drag yourself up on the shore, and you're observing the river, something's going to drag you back. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah. You can't get out of here, bro, because you're not in here. <laughs> I mean, I may, I may not be a master of much, but I am definitely a master of trying to get out of here through drug addiction. I'm a master. I swear, seventh degree fucking super black belt <laughs> and i gave it my best i would do anything for it I'd, I'd fucking put myself to the point of dying just to hope to escape and i'm telling you you can't get out of an imaginary place <laughs> i don't think there's an 18 hole golf course in heaven i don't i'm sorry <laughs> so yeah nice to see you draw i'm so happy yeah. for thanks for the share thank you so much yeah yeah nice art thanks guys steven is up next steven hi paul Hey, Stephen. Trying to find you. Go ahead. I can hear you. Uh, I've really enjoyed your, your 
talk tonight, but I, I was just thinking, I mean, see when you've had this experience, have you had any kind of manifestations on a physical level? Because, I mean, like, such as Kundalini or pineal yeah. gland. Yeah, sure. Because yeah. I, I, I experience a lot of energy like, yeah. around about, you know, like my, my third eye and, and stuff like that. And it seems to be the more my consciousness is expanding, the more the powerful the energy feels. But... I mean, I was just wondering. It's just, I'm no. It's no a new belief system. It's just what I'm experiencing in the present moment is a lot of energy and stuff. Yes, that can happen, but nothing's essential to happen, because what yeah. is what is. But yes, of course, certain people. Uh, it's sort of like let's say you're wiring is to run 110 ampage, yes? Yeah. And then life has an upgrade available, so now you're going to be switched to 220. So you'd need some rewiring, yes? Yeah. The old wiring wouldn't be able to take the new surge, yeah? So that, that stuff can happen for some people, yeah. I don't think it ultimately means anything, so... Yeah, yeah, right. I had it, I've had it, uh, yeah, yeah. Some of them are experiences, but you can't really have any memories of them. Yeah. So when they're past, yeah, I don't know. It's not like, it's not like remembering you were in Hawaii five years ago. It doesn't work like that for me. So, yeah, I, uh, if you feel like it gets too much, there's ways, there's things you can do. Acupuncture was very helpful for me. Okay. Yeah. If, some, if it gets too much, because a lot of times when there's a surge of energy, it affects the organs, yeah? Yeah. So... You may live, feel like you're having a heart attack when you're not having a heart attack, but yeah. uh, things like that. So if it gets too much, there's things to do that will help you, herbs, and I like acupuncture and stuff. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thanks a lot, Paul. Yeah. Thanks, Stephen. Philip is up. Thanks. Who's here? Phyllis? Philip. Phil. Hi, Paul. Hey, Philip. Um, just something that occurred to me um, that um, I find um, of, of what I, the experience of what I'm not comes to the, to the fore in, in, in my relationships. I, I was reminded by you you're talking about your girlfriend um, and and um, you know the challenges of of of, of the other. Uh, I think Basil Fawlty said that he could run a hotel perfectly if it wasn't for the guests. <laughs> yeah. And it's this, this idea that um, sometimes there's this increasing desire to be singular, to to be 
withdraw it kind of because sometimes um, just being with other people in, in, in their kind of um, where, where, the, where their otherness or, or their, their kind of what they're not becomes intense and, and so um, challenging, you know, that it's, it's, it's something that rather but than... Can I jump in here for a second, Phil? Yeah. yeah. Occasionally when this story starts running, just uh, challenging to who? Just throw that in there. Yeah, sure. Don't answer. Don't answer it. Just ask it. Hmm. Yeah, see, because uh, while everything's happening and then there's reports about it, there's something going on that's using those reports for different uh, agendas than what you may be aware of, yes? Mm. So by reporting this stuff and implying it's you subtly or covertly or overtly, it's... it. Uh, it will keep reinforcing that story because it has a good reflection of you. Yeah. Mm. And then in a way, the fantasy, the fascination with that you almost gets you locked into the story, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So if you want to be alone, that's far out. But if life have, has different plans, yeah. <laughs> it, it does. <laughs> It's just going to be the way it goes. Yeah. I thought I was, I was riding into the sunset before I met Amelia, yeah. who I love dearly. Mm. And uh, I could feel when I met her an invitation from a place that I've received other, other invitations from. And uh, they have always been awesome when I say yes. So... Of course, it was going to happen no matter what, but that was a little story going with it. And it, there was just a big yes around it, and it's it's been unbelievable. So, mm. yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, it's more, we don't want the Play-Doh to set too much, yeah? Mm. We're like sort of Play-Doh, and we have an elasticity and a flexibility, but if we we digest too many, too many stories, we're going to get a little rigid there. Yeah. 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 yeah, sure. yeah. And, uh, yeah. I, I, I like, I like your, I, I experienced this lack of interest, yet my curiosity thing seems to be elevated. So yeah. they're very, they're kind of similar, but very different, you know, and and um, and so, you know, I often find myself just drawn into things, and I, and I there's a question say, well, why why did you why did you go there when you know that it's going to be, you know, trouble sort of thing, you know, and but but it's it's curiosity that pulls me in, you know, and and um, it's just it's it's mainly dealing with 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 close intimate relationships, which I find incredibly, um, yeah, it, it's, it's one of life's great challenges, but um, yet, yet it, it, there's, it happens, as you say, you know, it just, it just seems to happen and it seems to resolve itself or, or not, you know. Um, but the point is, these things, if they're gonna happen, 
there, there's also the possibility of travel lighting, traveling lighter through all this. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Sure. So it doesn't see how it doesn't work. I, I didn't find it works trying to manage and control this. Yeah. <laughs> like we say in AA, it's best to fit yourself around circumstances instead of trying to fit them around you. Yeah. Mm. So to me, that's, that implies a certain flexibility mm. and uh, being identified as a long lasting, independent, separate entity is lends itself to arthritis. You know, <laughs> it becomes very arthritic and the bones get brittle. <laughs> <laughs> I used to call it a, we're in a vertical coffin, so to speak. We think we're moving around, but we're pretty dead. So I don't know. Just, yeah, Bill, hear the message and then see how you go. And I'm, I'm telling you, uh, a message, you know, traveling lighter begets more traveling lighter. That's what it does. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Yep. It's nice to see you, man. Yeah. My class. Thanks, Phil. Anybody else want to raise their hand? John. Yeah. Hey, what's up, everybody? No, I just wanted to, on the kind of the topic that you were talking about at the beginning of accepting invitations and opening doors and, and traveling lighter uh, just kind of a report is like over the last few weeks and it definitely is in hindsight you realize that you're traveling lighter but um, what I've realized is a lot of like fear has been like melting away fear that like I didn't even realize was there which also without that fear has led me into a lot of situations that I was avoiding and through that and through actually walking through those doors it actually spurred a lot of like conflict that I was avoiding right and so the mind during all that conflict was saying well what the hell this isn't traveling lighter right but in hindsight you know it's like I had to burn the forest down for like these uh, this other stuff to grow and so well, you didn't but yeah 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 but i don't know long story short is it doesn't it might not seem like traveling lighter at the time you know but you do travel lighter through it i get what you're saying but the mind can say hey this isn't traveling lighter you know well, to see the traveling lighter isn't that externally everything goes your way right it's it's more of an internal condition that lends light to what's going on. It's not like the what's going on is always the bringing of the light, but what we are lends light to what's going on. That's the direction. And the idea of you only know uh, by through reflection, that's for a period of time. You'll know you're traveling lighter when you're traveling lighter. <laughs> Down the road you will, or you are, yeah. Yes. So when there's a shift of uh, from moving from one system to another, yeah, uh, then a lot of that, the effects of, let's say, the new system don't go noticed because the old system is 
doing most of the noticing, so to speak. Yeah. When that there's a change in that. Yeah. And we're talking on the action figure level as an expression. Obviously, as Ramana says, uh, his absolute statement, let's say, of surrender is, who is there to surrender and to whom? Yeah. Yet he speaks about surrendering to a God and everything like this a lot. Yeah. Because he's talking to action figures at some point, And then he's bringing to the fact that there is no action figure, actually. Yeah. Yes. But to start with that and try to stay on that while you're living as an action figure, it doesn't work to me. Yeah. So this idea of trying to convince the action figure there is no self-will to me is pointless. Yeah. Because the action figure, as Ramana says so beautifully, he says, if there's a sense of individuality, there'll be a sense of free will. That's the programming. Yeah. They go hand in hand. It isn't like there's no individuality is worried about free will. It isn't. It's individuality and free will go hand in hand. Yeah. So we're talking, when we're talking about the action figure, it's observing by an observing of something has changed behind the scenes that's causing the action figure to travel differently. Yeah. We're not speaking about that, which is unchangeable and always available at all times. We're speaking about the intimation of that in the dreaming, so to speak. Yeah. So Paul has a clear, clear understanding as Paul, that uh, something is doing for it, what it can't do for itself completely in the dreaming. Yeah. Yeah, because that which is seemingly doing and that which it's doing for, there's no two. Yeah. But in the expression of it, in the sharing of it, in the artistic project that we're talking about, there's an intimation of that through this. Yeah. And so, you know, as you can see the tree by its fruits. Yeah. So you get an intimation that you are onto something by not that so much by how it's manifesting through Paul. So if you have an, a, a long history of being totally up your ass of self, yeah, with having to have like 20, you know, divine proctologists available at any moment, and then over time, that's done, a huge interest in self has been moved, is mind-boggling. It's a beautiful piece of art to demonstrate the artist of it, yeah? That's what we're sharing a lot today. So there's no one that did anything, yes, ultimately. But what happens is if you present to the action figure, yeah, that it isn't an action figure, that doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, because the action figure hears it. (laughs) So now the action figure gets confronted with there is no action figure. It doesn't work. It's like now the action figure feels like it has to become a non-self based on a program of being self. It doesn't work, yeah? So we're just trying to negate something and then share at this meeting sometimes of how the action figure, this life, is demonstrating the influence of that, yeah? That entertaining, yeah? In other words, Paul hasn't learned tons of skillful means for Paul to travel lighter. 
Yeah? Hasn't. I don't use almost any seemingly means. Yeah? And because you know why? When you hear this, there's a feeling because you know what it's like to be Paul. Yeah? Or John. And so when you see the foundation of that shift, it you see the the falseness of the reality of it. Yeah, you do. Yeah, Paul has a realization almost. Paul realizes it's never going to get it. It's incredibly great for Paul to realize that <laughs> while traveling here. It is, yeah, because a lot of Paul's frustration is he, he thinks he's got something more coming, let's say. <laughs> a transcendence here, an epiphany there, a lifelong stabilization in a heaven full of things. And, you know, it's important in a way. Uh, it's, it's a great moment to be thoroughly disappointed as Paul. It is, yeah, because... There's a vacuum of interest gets sucked out of all this, and now it's now it's enriching your day as Paul. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, when that aperture kind of opens, and you're and that that mental narrative kind of falls to the background, uh, situations are arising that that the mental narrative will say, "Hey, we're not normally here." You know what I mean? Yes. We're not normally in this situation. You know what I mean? And I continue along on the float on the ride and shit might be exploding to the left and to the right, but it's all taken care of. The situation is, but that voice will come in and be like, well, Hey, that shit's, exp that's not supposed to be, you know, but yeah, I'm, it's all taken care of. Yeah. Yes. See, and without any evidence of it in a weird way, you haven't had like a, an account that gets filled up with $8,000 a week, yeah? But you feel like you're rich as hell. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, but where that effect comes from is not from here. It comes from what we are through here, yeah? And so you get an intimation sort of odd of... As the brush, you get an intimation of the artist by the painting. Yeah? You know what I mean? We can't turn around and see, but you can sort of see the effects of the artist through the canvas. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Because we are the artist, and, they're, and they're, we think we're a separate thing called the brush, but we are the artist. Yeah? Yes, we are that. So there's, it's just, I don't like throwing the baby out with the bathwater because a lot of people, they get rigid in non-duality and there is no Paul, but there's a continuation of Pauling. Yeah? Yeah? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't think Pauling does well trying to negate itself. You negate you negate Pauling from not that which is not Pauling. That's where the, the negation, if Paul tries to negate Paul, that's an affirmation of Paul, you see? It's like the thing we have in recovery. Self can't get out of self, yeah? So, all right, you've learned enough to get dangerous. 
about something called self, which is really an activity of selfing, but let's say self, yeah? But you don't realize you're identified as self, so now you're spending all day, yeah, trying to study self with the idea of getting out of it as self, though. Yeah? So, no. The negation is from what we are about what we're not. It's not wielded by what we're not. That doesn't go anywhere. Yeah? It goes into nihilism. It goes into a deep depression because action figures do better when they have a purpose. Yeah? And so some poor person takes away all the purpose with some rigid idea of a philosophy and they get super bummed out. Yeah? Or they tell, or they call me, uh, I'm just going to lay on my couch all day. That's not going to happen. <laughs> There's never been a self. Your, the importance of your life isn't based on self. There's never been one. Yeah. You know, I, just, I have, yeah. I just think that what's being lent into life has, a, has so many different possibilities of a different direction than the self-centered one, you know? Seriously. You know, if you went into the museum and all you saw were Van Goghs, yeah? <laughs> you know, maybe you'll get sick of Van Gogh. You, you'd like to have that brush utilized by something other than self-centeredness, yeah? Yeah. You know, I have these moments, oh, I don't, but of like, you know, it's like the feeling of seeing my wife walk down the aisle, like all throughout the day, kind of like I see in you when you look over at the ocean and it's, it's, it's that, and you say, honor it. Do you ever just say thank you in your head after those moments? Or do I'm, you... usually, I'm usually in a thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. All right. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. One thing that comes along with a lot is a sense of gratitude. Yeah. Not produced by anything, but a way of seeing the things. Yeah. Seeing the things in gratitude. Like, I may never surf again because of the legs and stuff, and I'm fine with that, but I sure like surfing. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. I honor it. I honor the possibility that I've had. Yeah, greatly. So. These are all, I'm just observing this shit. I didn't set out on any course to be grateful. <laughs> I haven't. Yeah. I, I nothing. I basically was hell-bent on destruction, really. There was, there was a deep-rooted dualistic hate yeah, between self and self. I have no idea how it got cooked up, but I was sure at the effect of it, it seemed. Yeah? For all that to, to be held in peace is just mind-boggling to me. I mean... Sometimes I, mean, I walk around and it's like, who do I, I ask myself, who do I thank for this sometimes? Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. It's, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, John. Thank you. Thanks, man. Thanks, John. Joe. Joe Bronx. Joe. Yeah. How's it going, Paul? Good, Joe. All right. I'm I'm walking, so uh, I hope the receptivity is good. I I just wanted to say this. Walking. Walking. I, I had a, a, a thing where you, someone was quoting someone in a couple of meetings ago where, and I probably don't get the quote quite right, but it said the dreamer can't awaken because the dreamer is being dreamt. Yes. And I felt like I got punched in the stomach. It wasn't a good feeling. And I kept seeing myself trying to do things and thinking, well, that's just futile. And I, I, it really didn't go anywhere. Uh, and I have that, and it doesn't feel good. It, it, it felt like the time when uh, about a year, a little more than a year ago, I was right out of detox, and I was in the kitchen, and my wife was screaming at me, and I felt the PTSD kicking in, and I thought, I'm going to turn around and tell this woman what I think of her, and for whatever happened in this one moment, I saw I wasn't fighting my wife. I was fighting myself. But I didn't just see that moment. I saw all 22 years of our relationship. I'd never once been fighting my wife. I'd always been fighting myself. And it was completely disheartening. And I didn't even have the energy to like get back down to the basement apartment. It took me a while. And that's what this thing felt like. Uh, you know, there, there, was, there was, I don't know. And I hear other people talking about uh, the goodness of this thing. And I don't know. That's what I got. All right, Joe, let me share a story we have to, to because, see, some things happen, and then something rush, rushes to press and then gives you the narrative. Yeah? Like, this was terrible. It was very uncomfortable punch and stuff like that. So it beats all other evidence before. So here's a story. So there's a snake and there's the skin of the snake. Now every year the snake goes through a process called molting. It's not like the skin is doing it. The snake is doing it. It just happens to the snake. It drops the old skin and new skin appears. Now the skin in this case thinks it's the snake. Yeah. So there's the snake and there's the skin of the snake, but the skin is assuming that it's the whole snake. Yeah. And it's yapping all fucking day about being the snake and the snake felt bad this day or should, is going to feel great then. And basically it lives a narrative based on being the snake, but it's actually the skin. And so the skin has a little bit of sentience. It's not two levels below a coconut. And it realizes it's that time of year and this molting is going to occur. So the skin gets afraid because uh, what happens if the snake continues when the skin falls off? Obviously, the whole skin story was false. Yeah, it's not the snake. So the skin gets worried, so it starts telling the snake through the snake brain to buy a lot of moisturizer. Yeah, don't go out in the noonday sun. Watch out for that rock. Don't do this. Because it wants to preserve the skin at all costs. Yeah, so from the point of view, from the skin's point of view, the molting of the skin is like 
Armageddon. From the snake's point of view, it's a great fucking day because the old, the old scales are getting snagged on rocks. They're not attracting female snakes. He's not traveling lighter. And he's looking forward to a whole new set of skin, set of scales, because he'll be attracting females traveling lighter. But we're hearing, we're mostly hearing the skin's point of view, yes? Because the snake is speaking in silence. And you and I may not usually come along with the ears and the eyes to be able to hear and see that. But it's there. But hopefully you've become suspicious about the skin's story of being the snake. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe what's saying it's very, very uncomfortable and it was like a punch in the stomach isn't you. Yeah? Maybe that punch in the stomach is going to lead to great things. Yeah? Yeah. Let's hope so. <laughs> this is the point. I'm, a, I'm just suggesting through a lot of fucking evidence and observation that that which is talking loudly ain't you. <laughs> it's not you. It has its own agenda, and it's going to narrate and tell you what everything means. Yeah? Look at how crazy we are. A lot of people, when they feel excitement, feel like they have, they're in anxiety. They can't even get excited about anything because they think it's anxiety. Something's telling them or something is diagnosing the life for us and giving us its diagnosis, which is totally prejudiced to support the system it's coming from. Yeah? So like we say in AA... What happens a lot of times with people in recovery is they had they have a belief that there was a thing that happened that was the worst thing that ever happened to them. The night they got pulled over by the cops, the worst thing that ever happened to them. Then they go into recovery, and a year later, that worst thing is now seen as the best thing. Now they stop hearing it from the skin's point of view, and they're hearing it from the snake's point of view. Yes? I hear you. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. Yeah. It's not like there's two vying narratives. There's one narrative, and then there's something that's so. Yeah? Yeah. (laughs) And if the... If you start seeing the narrative from something that's so, it's going to put the narrative to a different use. Instead of like a CNN news uh, cable thing, it's going to become Comedy Central. It's going to be used for fucking satire, parody, (laughs) and you're going to be (laughs) laughing a whole lot because it's freaking insane. (laughs) It is. Thanks, Paul. Yeah. Appreciate you. You can, you, you can, it's a very easy way. When it starts speaking in extremes, I'm telling you, it's not you. When it tells you it's always been this way, it's always going to be this way, it's bullshit. Complete bullshit. Yeah. I had it happen once. There was a man I knew who was shared about being in depression. He says, I'm bummed out all the time. 
So I went to a party the night, he was there, and I looked at him, and he was standing in the corner, and he was smiling. So I walked up to him, I say, hey, John, are you bummed out right now? See, he had a story going. It's always going to be this way. It's never always going to be any way. Yeah? It needs to be... We look at a lot of things from it with great suspicion. We need some healthy suspicion about it. Yeah? We need some healthy suspicion about that narrative. Yeah, truly. The narrative provokes a lot of suspicion about a lot of other things. I would like to put a little suspicion on there. All right, Joe, I just renewed my uh, New York accent subscription, talking to you. Thanks again, Paul. Appreciate you. I'll call you in about a year to get the water and the quarter, the order. And, and don't forget the coffee. The coffee, yes. <laughs> we had a pisser, yes. <laughs> All right, who's next? Anybody else want to raise their hand? Thanks, Joe. Joe, it's really Hello. nice to see you coming here. Good, it's nice. It's really nice to be here. Great. I got one question for you, Joe. Go ahead. Are you a Yankee fan? Oh, listen, my kid plays travel baseball. He plays varsity baseball, and I don't like baseball. So that's oh, my answer. All right. Your stock just went down a little bit. That's okay. <laughs> that's okay. I need my right. stock to go down. <laughs> All right. So as you're not a Mets fan. No Mets fan. All right. Good. Good. All right. Who else? Oh, there's Macaulay. Macaulay, nice to see you. And Tina, thank you for the cash. Appreciate it. Jeremy, David, Colorado. Thanks for the clarification, the Colorado mountains. <laughs> That's good. All right. You want to, anyone else, Mike? Uh, no hands. All right, you want to say goodbye, everyone? Let me start here. There's Mike, Mike Savini. Nice to see you, Mike. We got Christine with the striped shirt. Nice to see you, Christine. Phil, as always, from Brisbane. Probably hot as hell up there. Joseph, how are you feeling, Joseph? All right? Good, good. Tariq, thank you for uh, the donation, Tariq. Appreciate it. Verena, nice to meet you, Verena. Yeah, where are you from, Verena? Uh, Germany. Germany, nice to meet you, I'm a, Verena. I'm a friend of Roman. Oh, all right, good, good. Yeah, that moves you square up the pyramid. That's good. <laughs> 
We got Rob. Oh, Rick Rowe. Nice to see you, Rick. Sylvester. Sylvester Fraser. The man before the curtain. Yes. It's usually the man behind the curtain, but in this case, the man before the curtain. Jack G, or whatever they call blinds. Jack G is roaming around. Hey, Jack, the state parks close at 8, so you got to get out of there soon. We got John W., Alan, Mike C., Rob. Nice to see you, Rob. Nina, always a pleasure. Ann, Kavanaugh. Hey, Nina, all's going well, Nina? All's good? Uh, yeah, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Oh, good. And I just want to say that snake skin is the exact voice. All will It will always be this way. It's always been this way. It's exactly the craving. Good. Well, remember, you've never not been the snake. Yeah. Johannes, as always, nice to see you, my friend. T Tina, um, Anne from Chicago, my one of the facilitators of the recovery group. Very nice. Uh, we got Faye. Faye. Faye's ready to take a nap, I think. Nice to see you, Faye. Jeremy, again. Always. Jeremy, you're traveling a lot lighter, eh? I am. Thank you, Paul. Yeah. No, I get, yeah. I get so much from listening, and I, I just um, don't feel the need to say anything because I get so much from hearing people. Yeah, fantastic. having you on. No, yeah, we don't. So thanks, we don't yeah, I just wanted to say hello. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. I'm really grateful to you. Yeah. We got Yareve, always. Annette. I see her ceiling, I think. David W., Colorado. David, is this your first time? It is, Paul. I hope, we see, I hope we see you again, David. Thank you, Paul. Thank you. We got George. Nice to see you, George. Mr. B., George B., we got Chris, as always. He's leaning against something. I don't know what. Macaulay. Macaulay, where are you? Where are you from? I'm in Scotland, Paul. Scotland. Oh, yes. All right. Good. Yes. come so I can cook you guys a curry. Oh, good. Well, I hope we can get back to Ireland. And if we do, we'll go to Scotland. Fantastic. Yeah, Thanks yeah. For this evening. I get um sometimes I just listening it's um it's just a, a relief. It's just a relief to hear you. And uh yeah, emotions coming and going, sometimes sad, sometimes thankful, sometimes joy, but when you talk, just the relaxation just hits. Oh great, yeah. Well Thanks. great, great, thank you. Keith. Hey, Keith, I'm going to start doing duets with dead people. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> see you. Raven, nice to see you, Raven. Helen, Helen doing swimmingly. That's good. Helen's in the north of England, eh? How far from Scotland's border? 
Oh, all right. We got Benick. Nice to see you, Benick. And Stephen. Stephen, not of Paris, but Stephen Paris of of uh, Glasgow. Yeah, thanks, Paul. Very grateful to hear you. Say miracle for us again. <laughs> Miracles. Miracles. Yes, I like that one. All right, we got Mahavir. Nice to see you, Portuguese Zen bitch slapper. Yeah. We got Phoenix from uh, Phoenix. <laughs> we got Ben. Ben, he's the ambassador of uh, Shambhala. We got yeah, Roger. Sports, buy one, and y'all want free. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah. going to work on it. We got Roger here. Nice to see you, Roger. Uh, Michelle, McCauley, John Woodruff, Ross, Emmanuel. I may have missed that. Norman, always good to see Norman. Hank, Randy S. We got Michelle's iPad 2. What is Michelle's iPad 1 doing? Yeah, all right. We got <laughs> I don't know what else we got. That's about it. And some uh, Randy, some other people, and Anonymous. All right. Hey, thanks for having us today. Uh, much appreciated. And let's all not take ourselves so seriously. <laughs> Which is impossible to do. Self cannot take self not seriously. <laughs> uh, there's no way out. Thank God. We were never in. All right. See you guys. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Paul. Bye, Paul.